Hello, welcome to the Word on the Street, an awesome chance to engage with the Bible for you and your kids. Time to turn your spare time into God's time, and here to help is your host, Anna Ware. Are you ready to get to know who God is even more in this episode? God is invisible. We talked all about that in the last episode. So the next natural question is, where is God if he's invisible? So where is God? Do you think you know? There are so many different verses in the Bible that say where God is. God's home is in heaven. That's where he lives. Psalm 33 verse 13 says that the Lord looks at the world from his throne in heaven and he watches us all. So God is in heaven. But God also lived in the Ark of the Covenant, the box that the Israelites carried around while they were traveling from Egypt to the Promised Land. Later, the Israelites built a beautiful temple and right in the very center of the temple was a little curtained off room that was called the Holy of Holies and that is where God lived as well. God lived in the Ark of the Covenant, God lived in the temple and God lives now in our hearts. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 says, Christ will live in your hearts because of your faith. And we have looked at that verse before as a memory verse. Christ will live in your hearts because of your faith. And another verse, Matthew 28, verse 20, Jesus says, I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. So God lives in heaven. God lives with us. But that is not the end of God's presence. God is present everywhere. He is omnipresent What does omnipresent mean? It's actually a Latin word. The Latin word omni means all. So God is all present. He is present in all places at the same time. He is everywhere present. Hmm. That idea can be a little bit problematic for our human minds. We are limited. Can you think of anything that can exist in all places at the exact same time? Light and darkness, maybe? Energy? Air? Not really, not like this. God created science, but he does not need to conform to it. He doesn't need to obey science's rules, as we've seen through Jesus' miracles. How can anyone be omnipresent? Well, I think about my favourite kids' movie, The Incredibles, and I often wonder about Dash and how it would feel to be so fast. He can run so fast that when he's on water running, he doesn't sink. Superman is fast too. Superman is so fast that he can fly around the world in seconds. But are Dash and Superman omnipresent though? God doesn't actually have to be fast because he is literally in every place at every moment. Can you get your mind around that? Do you struggle to comprehend that? There's a few things in life that are really hard to comprehend. Like, can you imagine any colour other than the ones that you can see? Animals can see extra colours. Can you try and imagine those? 
Can you imagine a world without any concept of time? Like eternity has no beginning and no end. And it's a very hard concept to get our minds around. God is in every place at every moment. And that is a really hard concept for us to understand. I struggle to understand that fully. I know that I need to trust God, that he can do anything. And that when I get to heaven, I know that I will fully understand that. What do you think? In this segment of What Do You Think? I want you to really think deeply. The question I want you to think about is this. What would you do if you were omnipresent? If you could be everywhere all at once, what would you do? How would you live differently? Hmm. Would you become a thief and steal as much money as you can, knowing where everyone is at any time, knowing the passwords and codes to everything? Or maybe you would enjoy all of the sights from all over the world all at once. You might get bored of that quite quickly. Maybe you would join the police and then you could help to arrest everyone you know who is doing the wrong thing and that would literally be everyone doing the wrong thing. No one would be able to get away with anything because you are present everywhere all the time. Would you use your knowledge to help people in need? All over the world, there are CCTV cameras, surveillance It's monitoring all our actions. We are being watched in the shops, in the car parks, in the roads, pretty much everywhere these days. Many people can see things that are going on. Our government knows what is happening, even though it's only through the lens of a camera. And what's happening with these cameras? People are being more careful about their behaviour, knowing that they are being watched. People are committing less crimes. The CCTV footage from surveillance cameras is doing a huge job to help detectives solve heaps of crimes. There are quite a lot of verses that talk about God's omnipresence. But Psalm 139 is the best one. It's my favourite one. And I'm going to be reading to you from verse 7 to 12. And the psalmist is talking to God. Where could I go to escape from your spirit or from your sight? If I were to climb up to the highest heavens, you would be there. If I were to dig down to the world of the dead, you would also be there. Suppose I had wings like the dawning day and flew across the ocean. Even then your powerful arm would guide and protect me. Or suppose I said, I'll hide in the dark until night comes to cover me over. But you see in the dark because daylight and dark are all the same to you. Now, this is absolutely true. God is everywhere. We can't hide from him. Today's story. The story today comes from the Bible, and it's about somebody who did try to run away from God. Jonah was a man. He was a Jew, so he was an Israelite. God actually spoke to Jonah and he asked Jonah to go to Nineveh with a message. The message was this, stop sinning or you're all doomed. Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. 
The people in Nineveh were sinful. The people in Nineveh were the Israelites' enemies. And Jonah knew that if they repented, then God wouldn't doom them. God would love them and God would forgive them and God would save them. Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. Nineveh was east, so Jonah headed west. He got on a ship that was headed out to Spain. I think he was underestimating God because God is everywhere. God created the water to stop being so still. He created the wind to blow. All of a sudden, all the people on the ship were scared for their lives. They tossed heaps of their cargo out of the ship to lighten the load, but still, the weather was so dangerous. Everyone was scared that the whole ship was going to break and sink. So they started praying to their gods. Jonah didn't. Jonah knew exactly what was going on. Jonah knew that God had followed him. You can't hide from God. You can't run away from God. You can't escape God. They woke Jonah up and said, Who's your God? You need to pray to him. And Jonah said, Yeah, my God's the God who created all this earth. And the rest of the people on the ship got really scared because their gods weren't that powerful. Jonah said, Throw me overboard and you guys will be okay. That's what happened. Jonah was thrown over into the water and the storm calmed immediately. The sailors had no more need to be scared. Jonah sank deep into the water. But as the psalm says, if you go deep into the world of the dead, God is also there. And God was there. God caused a big fish to gobble Jonah up. He must have allowed that fish to have air inside its stomach so that Jonah could live there for three days and three nights. While Jonah was in the fish, he knew that God was with him. He knew God could hear him. He knew God was there, even deep into the ocean. He prayed to God. God answered his prayers. And after three days and three nights, the fish spewed him up onto a beach, really close to where God had asked him to go. So in the end, Jonah headed to Nineveh. It was crazy to try and run away from God, to try and hide from God. We are crazy to think that God is not with us. He is literally everywhere. Question time. Question number one. Do you ever wish, like Jonah, that God wasn't everywhere, that God wasn't omnipresent? Question number two, are you ever grateful that God is everywhere? And what situations would you think you would be most grateful that you have God with you? Thanks for tuning into The Word on the Street. Next week, we'll be looking at how God is omnipotent. Tune in to find out what omnipotent means. Don't forget, we are now part of Eternity Podcast Network. And if you are interested in listening to any other podcasts, there are many different Christian podcasts there for adults. And I would love to invite you to pop on over to the Eternity Podcast Network website. Link is in the show notes as well. All the links are in the show notes from today's show. Please enjoy your week and catch you next time. Well, we have come to the end of this episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. 
Why not take a moment now to think about what you can take away from today's talk? Oh, and if you want to discover more episodes and resources, head on over to the Word on the Street website. There's a link in the show notes, and you'll also find there a copy of today's passage. Thanks for being part of the Word on the Street. We're really looking forward to you joining us again real soon. You've been listening to the Eternity Podcast Network. EternityPodcasts.com.au East, northeast, northeast.